Hello everyone, my name is Ella and I'd like to welcome you to B-Sides. This is a new show where we're going to be exploring a different microgenre every week. I can't wait for you to find out what the musical underground has in store and play you all of my favourite tracks. This week I'm going to be focusing on a very interesting microgenre. It's called Escape Room. Even though you've probably never heard of it before, I'm actually very familiar with this genre since I've been listening to a lot of artists within it for about seven years now. It might just be my favourite musical genre that exists since I love so many of the artists and I've been listening to them ever since I even started being interested in music. So, you must be thinking, what on earth is Escape Room and how is it a genre? Now those are some very valid questions there, but before I start explaining what it all means, I'm going to start off by playing you one of my favourite escape room tracks by one of my favourite artists within the genre. She's called Kalila. She quit her original job as a telemarketer to pursue music, and she's ended up collaborating with some very famous acts like Gorillaz, Solange and Clams Casino, as well as starting her own modelling career on the cover of major magazines and working with Vogue. In 2017, she released her first full-length album to glowing reviews with many critics, which I think were completely deserved. But the track I'm about to play you is from a very interesting EP called Hallucinogen. It starts with the end of a relationship and ends with the beginning of the relationship, which is a really unique way of depicting a relationship breakdown, but in reverse. Enjoy it, and if you want, you could start thinking about what this genre could possibly be, or figuring out what kind of music it encompasses. Here you go, this is Rewind by Kalila.
That was the mesmerizing track Rewind by the gorgeous Kalila. So to give you a clue as to what exactly this type of music is, Escape Room is a musical subgenre. It's generally a mix of indie, electronic and hip hop, but it can incorporate all kinds of influences like jazz and lo-fi. It actually came from the collective listening patterns of Spotify's audience, so it was made entirely out of user data. Lots of people listen to the same few artists, so, the algorithm put them all together into one genre. Naturally, a name was needed for this new algorithm-generated genre, and it was Escape Room. I'm going to play you a track now by the critically acclaimed Haitian-Canadian producer by the name of Keitronada. He started DJing at the age of 14 and began producing only the year after. He started out in 2010, making music under the name Keitronadamus, but after completing two projects, he decided to change his name to Keitronada. His music is very deeply rooted in hip-hop, but he does incorporate elements of funk into it to make highly danceable tracks. But he's perhaps most known for his remixes of artists like Shawn Mendes, Leon Bridges and Kalila, who you've just heard. His first and only full album, named 99.9%, gained three awards upon its release in 2016. He's toured over 50 cities, frequently hangs out with Lady Gaga, and has even opened performances for Madonna herself. I really admire his production because the beats he makes are so high energy and really make you want to dance, as well as incorporating bouncy bass lines and catchy vocal lines. Every single track he creates is so much fun and I'm so excited to see what he creates in the future. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce the track, You're the One, by the production genius, Keitronada. Oh, I 
You're the One by Kei Tronada. So right now, I'd like to talk a bit about my personal experience with this absolutely fascinating genre. I actually discovered Escape Room through the website, everynoiseatonce.com, which is my absolute favorite website ever. It shows you all of Spotify's different genres in one big map. It's sorted more or less with organic and classical music right at the bottom, and it stretches up to electronic music at the top of the list. You can look at all of the artists within each genre, play a little bit of some of their songs, and even follow the links to the tailor-made playlists that this genre has on Spotify. Another way to investigate music is Spotify's Discover Weekly function, which makes up a playlist of songs related to your personal listening habits every single week. I use it a lot to find interesting new artists and songs. This next artist, George Clanton, actually came up on my Discover Weekly last year, and I was immediately a fan. He emerged on the music scene in 2011 under the name eSpirit and makes music inspired by the 80s filled with synths and samples. He created the music label 100% Electronica with his girlfriend, who is actually an Electronica producer as well. She goes by the name of Negative Gemini. He even designed a virtual reality experience to go along with one of his tracks. He places a lot of importance with connecting with his audience and he says that performing is the only time he feels completely happy. I love the broad soundscapes that he creates by layering instruments on top of each other and his unique vocals. He makes music that is often classified as vaporwave, but that's another microgenre for another week. For now, here's a track off George's most recent album, which premiered in front of a sold-out audience and sold out all of its copies on pre-order reservations alone. It's called Make It Forever.
that was George Clanton with Make It Forever. He's definitely one of my favorite artists in the escape room genre, and he's moved a lot further into the mainstream last year with his album Slide. My other favorite escape room artists you might have heard of are Arca, Baths, Janelle Monet, FKA Twigs, Death Grips, Santi Gold, and Easy Fun, just to name a few. Give them a listen if you have time. I'd love to feature them, but unfortunately, I don't have all day to play escape room tracks. I do, however, have time to play you this abrasive electronic track, Char by Crystal Castles. This pioneering band has been around for years and recently underwent a change of singer. And while I never thought that the new singer, Edith, could measure up to the old one, Alice Glass, I still found myself really liking their new album. Alice formed Crystal Castles with the producer, Ethan Kath, in 2006 in Canada. They started out using a keyboard modified with an Atari sound chip, meaning that a lot of their early albums included lots of video game music samples. Their 2008 self-titled debut album was listed as number 39 in NME Magazine's top 100 albums of the decade. After Alice decided to depart from the band in 2014 for both personal and professional reasons, Ethan recruited a new vocalist named Edith Francis. Alice has gone on to release a few solo projects that are also within the escape room genre, but her music is a lot more industrial. Ethan kept working as Crystal Castles and began making music with Edith as the new singer, whose voice is a lot lighter and softer. Many people have divided opinions about which vocalist was best, but either way, I'm just excited to hear what new projects they all end up working on. For now, this is the 2016 track, Char by Crystal Castles.
That was Crystal Castles with the song Cha. As well as Alice Glass, you may notice as the show goes on that there are plenty of respected female artists within this genre. Escape Room seems to include a lot of experimental indie female artists, which is a very important factor in the Escape Room genre that contributes to its overall feel and sound and helps us to better understand what the genre actually is. In a world where a lot of musical genres are very male dominated, Escape Room shines as an inclusive genre where women can express themselves as they wish and make the music that makes them happy. One of my favorite female escape room artists is Empress Of, who comes from Honduras and is based in LA. She's bilingual and makes music both in English and in Spanish, and makes special Spanish recordings of songs so that her mother can listen to her music and understand what she's saying. Her earliest memories of music include listening to her dad's cassette tapes of the Beatles and the Pet Shop Boys, and she cites the Cocteau Twins and the Zombies as key musical influences. She's a very likeable personality, and I especially love the story of how she chose her stage name, as her real name is Laura Lee Rodriguez. She was at a tarot card reading with a friend, and the first card he pulled out was the Empress. She says she felt like she connected very deeply with the Empress card, which represents strength and mothering. Laura Lee is very vocally feminist, and includes her philosophy and politics in the lyrics of her songs. She wrote this next song, Kitty Cat, as a response to being catcalled in the street. It's a very powerful and purposeful song, conveying anger as well as an aggressive desire for change, with passionate lyrics and crashing synths. Give it a listen. This is Kitty Cat by Empress Of. B-Sides on Chilean British Radio with me, Ella. Today, we're talking about the micro-genre of escape room. Many people argue whether it's a real genre or not, because the nature of micro-genres is that they're quite specific and subjective. There is next to no information online about the genre, apart from a few articles that just express confusion about what it actually is. And also, escape room is estranged from conventional genres, 
since it was made by looking at the group of artists that people often listen to and didn't really come from the overall sound of the music, which is what genres usually are. But it's very difficult to say what a real genre is and what isn't, as well as the fact that all music can be subjective. So much of it is just based on opinion. Music can fit into lots of different genres or not fit into any at all. That's one of the things I love most about experimental artists because they like to defy the rules of genres and create whatever music they feel like. I'll give you some space to think about genres and what your opinion is on microgenres while we listen to a more calm and atmospheric escape room track by the band Little Dragon, an electronic group from Gothenburg, Sweden. The band's name came from the lead singer Yukimi Nagano, who earned the nickname Little Dragon due to the fuming tantrums she would throw while recording in the studio. Their fourth album, Nabuma Muraba Band, was nominated for a Grammy in 2015. I first heard them a few years back on Later with Jules Holland, a live music show in the UK that showcases both old and new artists performing. And I've been in love with this band ever since. See what you think. Little Dragon. This one's called Cat Rider. i 
Cat Rider by the Swedish band Little Dragon. So if you've been spending the last few minutes pondering deeply about the issue of the classification of music, it might help you to learn what the official definition of a genre is. According to the dictionary, a genre is a style or category of music. To give a few examples, the most well-known genres include pop, classical, jazz, rap, rock, and so on. Sometimes music can be described as a crossover between genres, such as a jazz-funk crossover or dance-pop, for example. Our topic for today, Escape Room, is classed as a micro-genre, which is a specialised or niche genre. So you would expect that within the micro-genre of Escape Room, all the music under the title would sound similar. But actually, all of these Escape Room tracks that I've played on the show so far have sounded pretty different, which really shows how there can be so much variation in sound, even within one tiny genre. Some artists can also switch between genres during their musical career, and a really good example of this is the Canadian artist Grimes. She's a completely self-taught singer, producer, and visual artist who designs her own album covers and studied neuroscience at university before dropping out to pursue music full-time. Since starting out in 2007, she's opened for famous artists such as Lana Del Rey, Diplo, and Skrillex, and won over 11 different awards for her music and her music videos. She even wrote a song for Rihanna, but unfortunately it was rejected. So Grimes just sang and released it herself instead. It would definitely have been interesting to hear how the track would have sounded with Rihanna's vocals on it. I'm going to play you her song Genesis first from the 2012 album Visions, which was the first album I heard for you. Genesis by Grimes.
So Avicii, I was cool. And when I finally got sober, felt 10 years older. But fuck it, it was something to do. I'm living out in L.A. That was Genesis from Grimes' third studio album, Visions, which was ranked as one of the best albums of 2012. So now I have to take this moment to appreciate and thank Grimes for pretty much single-handedly kick-starting my interest in finding new music and setting off my musical discovery journey in general. I first discovered her in 2012 after watching Later with Jules Holland with my parents. Her live performance was so different and intriguing like no artist I'd heard before. So I made a note to look her up later and listen to more of her music. Up until this point, I'd never really been super interested in music and I didn't listen to a lot of artists at all. I only had a few CDs with a very limited range of tracks on them and all my musical knowledge came from my parents and music television. When I searched her up on Spotify, I was introduced to a magical new world of musical discovery. I found my favorite artist of all time picture plane since he was in the related artist tab next to Grimes and I started listening to so much new music. I look at it like a flow diagram. Listening to one artist leads to others who in turn are linked to others and from there a tree of musical connections is formed. After finding Grimes I started actively searching for new artists and becoming interested in these amazing new obscure genres. She has a new album coming out very soon which is really exciting as well as another album set to be released a while after this next one. Here's a track from Grimes from this year to demonstrate how much her musical style can vary. Its lyrics are about artificial intelligence taking over the human race. It was named Radio 1's Song of the Year and it's called We Appreciate Power.
power by the lovely Canadian artist Grimes. So, we've already seen the huge variation not just within genres, but also within artists. However, when we discuss the genre of escape room, it's very important to ask the question, why do we even need genres? Well, one reason is that classifying music helps us to explain the type of music much more easily. If someone tells you that a piece of music is classical, for example, you immediately have a better idea of what it's going to be like. You instantly have this mental picture of what it could sound like, and also an impression of whether you're going to like the music or not. However, people can often become defined by genres and say that they don't like a particular one, even though they might never have even listened to it. I'm guilty of this. I tell people all the time that I don't like K-pop and I don't like country music. But I really shouldn't, because that's a complete generalisation. And I'm sure there'll be songs within those genres that I might actually like. It might be that I just haven't listened to enough music from those genres yet. I thought I'd never like jazz, because it didn't seem like the kind of music that I would relate to or be interested in. But after listening to jazz-related artists like Anderson Pack, I realised that jazz influences can create some really interesting music. Anderson is a multi-instrumentalist, who sings, raps, writes, and produces his own music. His highly anticipated new album, Ventura, is coming out next month. He got a rough start in life with personal and family issues, but his talent and his hard work helped him work his way up. And this year, he actually won a Grammy for Best Rap Performance. Here's Anderson's track, Am I Wrong, from the 2016 double Grammy-nominated album, Malibu, all about having fun and living in the present. Fall where they may. And 
what about me? I believe in fate. Huh. They wanna know where I'll be in five. Huh. But what about today? What about tonight? Only one at a time. So precious. Is yours, is mine, only one at a time My life, my life, yeah Am I wrong to assume If she can't dance, then she can't ooh, yeah Am I wrong to say If she can't dance, then she can't ooh Hey, I never wanna waste your time My life So precious is yours, is mine. And look at the time, my God. So precious is yours, is mine. Only one at a time. So precious is yours, is mine. Only one at a time. My life, my life. In my personal opinion, it can be fun to come up with new genres, to link similar artists together, but we really shouldn't be prejudiced against music entirely based on its genre. Microgenres are an interesting division of music, and I definitely see more of them appearing in the near future. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to B-Sides. I hope you've enjoyed listening and finding out about a new microgenre, and that maybe you'll consider listening to more Escape Room in the future. I'm going to leave you with this upbeat club track from another of my absolute favorite escape room artists, who I feel represents the future of music, Sophie. She's a Scottish experimental producer and a DJ who makes surreal and artificial yet cheerful dance pop songs for the modern generation. A good way to describe her music from a review by the UK Guardian newspaper is arrestingly saccharine. She's produced for well-known acts like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Charlie XCX, and more, as well as being nominated for a Grammy this year 
for her first full-length solo album. She's been a musician from a very young age, and as a child, her father used to take her to raves and play electronic music cassettes in the car, which started Sophie's obsession with music. She was given a keyboard as a birthday present, and at the age of nine or 10, she told her parents that she wanted to drop out of school and become an electronic music producer. I really admire her bravery as a proud, visible transgender artist, as well as her many impressive production credits and her carefully constructed music. Enjoy the track, and I'll see you next time for more interesting new microgenres. I'm Ella, and this is Bip by Sophie. You know you want